Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is believe. I think that's why that's what the dad's all about, like telling you those hard truths, but then also coming in and telling you like when she was one and a half, she started talking and it was the greatest. <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome to Attentive Fatherhood on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm Bradley Hasemeyer. Each week, I bring you honest and hilarious conversations with men from all types of backgrounds. But at the end of the day, we all just want to be better dads. Hey, attempters, welcome to the show. The Dad is a massive media empire with millions of followers, multiple platforms, and fantastic content. But what makes the dad of the dad tick? Only Joel Willis can answer that one. But first, fellas, 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 ladies, kids, anyone who can hear, we're here. It's here. You're here. Season three. This is great. This is so exciting. Season one was me and some friends kind of getting together, me trying kind of like a pilot season. Season two, we really stepped it up, brought in people from different walks of life. Uh, we've had, you know, single dads and and uh, dads who are working, dads who are stay at home, a whole variety of different backgrounds and ages of kids and all that type of stuff. And season three is already stacking up to be even better. I'm so excited for you guys. Uh, I've only had a few of these interviews so far, but I'm already excited because they've been so much fun. Now, if you're just getting on the wagon now, welcome. Welcome in. Glad you're here. Come on. Come on in. The whole point of this show is to entertain and encourage dads just like you and me to be hashtag dad AF. I'm talking about attempting fatherhood, of course. I wouldn't curse. Why would I do that? By the way, speaking of that, I do have some stickers left. So if you want to order one, I'm going to order one. Why don't I even say that? I'm going to give you one. If you want one at all, just make sure you're following Attempting Fatherhood on Instagram and DM me. The first batch went out last week. So excited to get those in the hands of dads to put probably on water bottles, maybe folders, uh, potentially their kid's book bag, you know, just to see if they notice. So we got some great stuff there. Make sure you're following us. Make sure you are sharing the show. If this is the first time you're here, one of the ways that we're growing this is because of you guys. You're the ones, you know, sharing a link, posting it, sending it to your friends, you know, putting it in a text group from your old college roommates. That's what I've done. I've been sending it to my old college roommates. We got a couple text chains, so it's been great. Okay, okay. On to the show. With nearly 2 million followers just on Instagram, The Dad has become a giant voice for dads everywhere. Now, you've seen their memes, maybe you've gotten on the site and you've read their heartfelt stories, some of their advice, watched their videos. Uh, And if you have, you have Joel Willis to thank for that and a whole lot of the talented creators as well. But ultimately, it was him. He left his job as a GE engineer to start the dad. A few years ago, he was inspired to just change things up. And what was something he was passionate about? Being a dad. He talks a little bit about that in this interview. We talk about the site. We talk about its impact on fathers and on fatherhood, all while he's rocking this this trophy husband t-shirt, which he admits is ironic because it's not true. He's also sitting in this like really high-end gaming chair in front of some video game paraphernalia, 
And, you know, I didn't really expect the conversation to go this way, but we end up talking a lot about gaming. It's a major part of who he is. Um, the Dad Gaming is an entire kind of sub-site of The Dad. He talks about how this has helped him connect with his kids. Also, how he how he sets time limits and 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 how he has talked to his kids about, like, some of the rules. Like, you can't interact with someone you don't know. You know, because gaming now is like is, is so different. If you don't have kids in the gaming age, which would be me, you may not know about just kind of how complicated and complex essentially the internet and games together, right? So you could just have somebody who says they're just a, you know, a, a person in this game and they're playing, but really there's someone else, there's predatory things, but there's also great community. And we talk about that, how he's seen dads be brought together. Uh, to create this community like they've never had before. So Joel's dad stats, he's been married for 14 years. He has a daughter who's 12 and a son who is nine. Now, I love chatting with him because it's very clear his passion for dads here and creating a space for them. He also talks about wanting to normalize dads being involved. I think that's a great way to look at things. You know, like, yes, you know, oh, I guess the question is, should we be celebrating the dad who's out playing with their kid? Like you see a dad, should you feel like compelled to go up and be like, great job. You're being a great dad. I'm on one hand, yes, of course you should. But on the other is like, where's the bar? Shouldn't that just be like what you're doing? You should be involved with your kids. Um, and I, you know what? I think that's probably a conversation between you and your partner or spouse to see where you both land on that because I think it's going to change. I think there'll be evolution as to what those roles are, how involved, what what the level of that looks like. But either way, Joel through the dad is making a space for that type of conversation and I love it. They also recently had a podcast along with Fatherly and they had who? President Obama on there. Yeah, no big deal. Just talking about dads. So clearly they are at the forefront uh, and a very powerful voice. They of course have all types of books and merch and you can join the dad gaming world. So make sure you're following the dad on Facebook, on Instagram. And of course, uh, Joel and I talk about his dad and, and what he's hanging on to that he loved that his dad did, and maybe something that he's wanting to change from that as well. So uh, it was great to get him talking about the site as well as being really honest about his own relationship with his dad and how that informs his fathering. But enough about me. Enough talking from me. Let's hear how Joel Willis is attempting fatherhood. Uh, for everyone listening, you should know Joel is, uh, is rocking the dad hat, black on black. Nice. I dig that. A trophy husband t-shirt and he's in a gamer chair. So uh, I think what we're set for and beats looks like they're wireless too. So this guy's doing all right, guys. Yeah, he's yeah. doing okay. Yeah, we do well. Um, and a piece of, of, uh, of art behind him that's tasteful, uh, masculine, and uh, probably metaphorically meaningful, but I don't really... I don't really know. Man, that's, that's almost poetic. You've, you've painted a picture here Thank for you. everybody. This is awesome. That's the hope. So The Dad, you created uh, The Dad. Before that, it was just fathers. And then you came along and you said, no, we're creating The Dad. The Dad is now in existence. Um, you know, personally, uh, I was super excited. I am super excited to talk to you because you guys are, are kind of in that OG early adopter stage of like, let's highlight dads outside of just a you know a father's day thing or like you know like oh let's have a big push for this brand because it's dad's day let's celebrate dads you guys are highlighting dads in a, in so many different ways too from 
memes and videos and comedy to like really meaningful mental health articles. Uh, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm just curious kind of how that came about and, and what's brought you guys up to where you are now. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Well said. Yeah. Every day is Father's Day over here at the dad.com. That's for sure. All dad stuff all the time. And yeah, uh, all the and, time. And yeah, we are in the early state. We're, we're four years old. So we're, we're like toddler, toddler brand, uh, throwing tantrums <laughs> and stuff, but still just like super That's fun good. to I be like around. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, the dad. So we started four years ago. We started on November 1st of 2017 and we started posting for zero people at the time. Yeah. That's always fun. Uh, we grew really fast. Uh, we had a vision for the brand. I can talk a little bit about that. And we've stayed yeah. true to it since day one. And the audience the audience came quickly. Um, it's just a true testament to to that vision, but, but most importantly to the creative team behind the dad. So I'm the editor-in-chief, um, and then we just have the most talented uh, dad creators you know, in the world on the team, it's the uh, it's the SNL of parenting memes up in here. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. The the dad of Avenger content creation. That's right. Yeah. Captain Planet with our with our powers combined. That's um, great. But you said it well. You talked about the different types of content. That's really what it's all about, because um, we pride ourselves in in achieving two goals. Number one is to entertain. We try to entertain because at the end of the day, parents are exhausted and just want to kind of take a break, have a laugh with somebody who gets it. Um, but we're also about building a sense of community. And what that's about is celebrating modern, involved fatherhood. Uh, so there, there could be a lot of emotional aspects of that, a lot of sentimental, a lot of just real authentic dad stories about dads doing great stuff for their families and their communities really just trying to change the perception in a positive way of what it means to be a, a dad. Um, make it make it cool to be a dad. Make it, um, you know, let people know that parenting is basically impossible, but it's the most fulfilling thing in the world. It's, it's the greatest. It's the best. I love that. And, you know, that's, that's part of the impetus for this podcast was this concept of like, you're not alone. And uh, from an encouragement standpoint, from a lamenting standpoint, you know, the, the dad fails, the dad successes. There's plenty of, you know, in the, in the male psyche, I'm sure you can speak to this a lot more than me, but just from an experiential standpoint, we don't really seek out that community. And so it, it's almost like it has to be handed to you. So that's something I think you guys do really well is by offering this kind of smorgasbord of options you can you can hit these different uh, contact points for all these different dads because you know at the, at the core each day is different like you said like some days i just need to laugh i just want a funny meme that's like you know uh, I, I saw one the other day i don't know if it's on your side or not but it was like dad says you know doesn't matter if you win or lose and then also dad and this dad pushes his kid who's this like 3 year old who's playing goalie and the ball's coming knocks the kid over to stop the ball and it's like that's all i wanted was a laugh I don't necessarily need slides on mental health that day. But then there are days when I need like, I'm exploding on the inside. Oh, I'm not alone. That guy is too. So you guys offer all that kind of well-roundedness. Did that kind of come out? You talked about that early vision or was that kind of seeing a need and then you guys kind of filling it? I mean, both, to be honest. I mean, in the early days before the dad started, I had the opportunity to lay out a content strategy uh, for the brand. 
and it was supposed to be two pages. It ended up being six, and it was my favorite exercise. I loved it so much because I got to say, this is the dad brand that I need in my life, right? That's so good. Yeah, exactly. I look back on that sometimes, and we've stayed pretty true to it, too. It's been, it's been like a guiding light throughout the whole thing. I like that. You know, you see great products come out of necessity, right? It's usually it's the person that's like, I was looking for a great bag and there wasn't this thing that fit my needs. So to some degree, it was almost like you created this to fit your needs. And and you also knew that that could multiply out to other dads going through the same thing. Yeah, you're in the world that, that we're in. So you know how it is. I think that there there are a lot of great brands out there doing great things. And, and some of them are for particular people and some some are not. But like, I think there's there's like a spectrum of uh, parenting expert, which is a term that yeah. doesn't really exist to me. Um, right. People telling you how to do it and, and what to do and all that stuff. And, you know, very sanctimonious. Then there's like uh, on the other end of the spectrum, like parenting is the worst and it's always like complaining or i need to i need to drink every day to get through this kind of thing we are we are neither of those <laughs> we try we try to be authentic about how great uh parenting is but still like telling it like it is um you know being right there alongside of you making it you know relatable in a way that uh parents can understand but also hopefully funny enough and sentimental enough that even if you're not a not a dad you still appreciate it what are your dad's stats let's find out kind of who who the voice that you're coming from yeah dad stats so i've I've been in the league for for 12 years (laughs) yeah my My daughter is 12. My son is nine. I've been married for, for 14 years. And, and yeah, I have, yeah. A, I have a trophy husband's shirt on. Um, yeah, clearly. It's, this, is, this shirt's only funny because it's just not true. It's false. People don't talk enough about like, the importance of that decision of choosing who your, who your partner is. Like, that person, day in, day out, you're in the trenches. And, and she and I just make a fantastic team. And, and when I think about it, it just if, I, I just want to give huge props to all the single parents out there. Yo, you, yes, you, dad. It's time to start caring a little bit more about yourself. You're doing a great job keeping those little humans alive. But if your personal hygiene game is slipping, it's OK. The folks at Bird Hair are stepping up to help out. They're offering 15% off all of their products to Attempting Fatherhood listeners using the code BIRDAF. That's B-Y-R-D-A-F. So go ahead, grab some body wash, hair product, or shampoo. It's made in California using super clean and natural ingredients, and every purchase directly supports Attempting Fatherhood. So it's a win-win. Okay, back to the show. Oh my gosh. On a daily basis, we have some friends who are single parents and I just think of just the amount of energy and I I can't do it. I have, like you said, you know, my wife is exceptional. She's fantastic. I've grown so much as a person and, and I made a better dad through her as well. So I'm very grateful for that too. And so there's certainly times that I think about, you know, just the, the, even when I'm solo parenting, right? Like she's out working and doing something. I'm like, this is not sustainable. How do people do this? You know? So major props. I agree. You need a teammate to pass to. Oh, I love that line. I just read Matthew McConaughey's book in the early, when he was really young, one of his goals in life was to be a dad. He knew he always wanted to be a dad. And I, I felt the same. So I always knew that. And she's just 
she's just a, a, a great person and you know and clearly translates into being a great mother so we always knew from the start obviously your job is kind of like a professional dad to some degree but how it, how does running a business like being a dad what are some of the similarities there um su- super stressful um a ton of fun um sometimes makes you cry a little bit no um, do you feel like you're now more hands-on more involved or not because you're you're running a whole business now and and assumedly either from home or your hours are weird so like how how has that transition been yeah the dad is a great job but it is always on um, anything internet based social media based always on so i am i am working all of the time um but i am able to disconnect and, and be with them working from home has been amazing um, yeah. I get to, I get to, you know, get them on and off the bus and spend just so much time with them. It's, it's great. I love to get where people are right now, how, how they define fatherhood. For, for me, fatherhood, fatherhood is, is a gift. Um, it's, it's to me being a parent and, and I know it's not for everyone, but for me, it is, it is the meaning of life. Father, fatherhood to me is, is getting to raise good people um there's nothing nothing like it um it's it's taking a child from you know a point of sort of helplessness right to giving them all the skills that they need to be able to just leave you and be on their own and be happy and successful without you when you say it that way it is a strange concept i'm gonna do my best to get you out of here. <laughs> I'm gonna, <laughs> oh man, I'm dreading that moment like so much. But but as a parent, you know that you need to do that. You know, you don't yeah. want them to be codependent or anything. So it's it's like it's the it's leave the them, nest moment. Is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Letting them fly. Yeah, you got to uh, yeah give them all the tools that you can. Yeah, it's great. I think it's uh, yeah, it's it's fantastic. And is that kind of an evolved fatherhood perspective? Like when you first had babies, was it like, this is amazing? Or were you kind of more like, this is not what I expected. This is like crazy for my schedule. It's so much harder. Where, how has that evolved? I think it depends on the kid. Both of my um, kids as babies were um, terrible. <laughs> my daughter was was definitely colicky so which just basically oh, just means dude. they cry and they don't know what's oh. wrong with them <laughs> oh. she she oh, i remember pacing around my house at like two in the morning like please just stop crying oh my gosh it was brutal and at that time i was like this is so much harder than anybody ever told me why didn't anyone tell me this <laughs> That is the log line for fatherhood. Why didn't anyone tell me this? It could be any of it, the good, the bad, the ugly, but like no one can tell you that. Exactly. I think that's why that's what the dad's all about, like telling you those hard truths, but then also coming in and telling you like when she was one and a half, she started talking and it was the greatest. And ever since then, she's nonstop been so precocious and, and talkative and it's it's so amazing. Every day gets a little bit better, you know? You know, for me, what was difficult was my projection of fatherhood was, 
I can't wait to be a dad. Everyone's like, you're going to be a great dad. You, you know, you love kids. I was a babysitter. I was a youth mentor, like all these things. I can't wait to essentially do that, to mentor, to play with, to throw the ball. To And then so when Ellis came along and it was like, here's this thing that doesn't really need you. It needs mom. And, but you're roped into this, like an unpaid internship that no one like dis- described to you very well. Where's HR? Can I go see HR somewhere? Cause it was like, <laughs> this is not what I signed up for. And that was, it was so tough. Yeah. It's like, uh, the foundation is keeping them alive. That's, that's where you start. <laughs> that's the, that's, that's the base baseline. That's right. Yeah. And then you build upon it, you build upon it and you, you build, that's the foundation. Then you build a fancy, um, you know, skyscraper, skyscraper structure of, uh, all the other glorious things that come with parenting, but you start there. That's right. Yeah. I mean, parenting now for me is, is getting to show my kids things for the first time. Like getting them to introduce them to things. Oh, I love that. Yes, good point. It's so what is cool. something that recently has happened, maybe that you've been able to show for the first time? Oh man, first thing that popped in my head. I don't know if I should share. I'll get, I'll get judged. Um, <laughs> okay. No, no, I will. I'll, I'll share it anyway. I don't care. <laughs> I love it. Um, I love it. I'm excited. I'm so excited. My son. I got to watch uh, John Wick with my son. <laughs> oh yeah. Which one? One, two, or three? Just the first one. Just the first. You got to start there, I guess. Otherwise, yeah. it doesn't make sense. Yeah, my son's nine, so John Wick's rated R, so that's why yeah. I say I get yeah, judged. Yeah, you know whatever. That. No, but I love I love showing my kids new new movies or music or you know TV shows or even you know like sports. My my son just started playing tackle football this year and like going through that experience with him. It's just that's what life's all about. You make that's such a good point. I don't think anyone's on, on the show has said that yet. That concept of like we've talked a lot about shared experiences. We road trip together. We hike together. Whatever. But that whole like. Like being the the guide, the docent of life to to take this child and give them an experience that, you know, listen to this song. We love music around here. My daughter's very musically gifted. My wife was a, a um, musical theater major. I'm an actor and host. So, you know, to be like, you, yo, yo, you got to listen to this Jimi Hendrix song, you know, or you got to listen to and to hear and to see her kind of appreciate like wow, like that's really cool. There's a good I like that beat It's so fulfilling as a, as an adult. Yeah, that's yeah. Nothing, nothing like it. And then, but the other hand is, it's a, it's, it could go either way. You might show them the <laughs> the movie that that molded you as a person, and then right. they go, "This is boring." Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> or like that animation sucks. You're like, yeah, no, but it was at the time. You know, Star Wars, Star Wars actually still holds up. That's what makes that so impressive is like my daughter is just as riveted for that as she is for, you know, the 20 minutes that she can see of an Avengers movie. Like she just loves uh, all of that. It's so it's so great. Uh, Movies, movies, sports, gaming, even pets. These are these are what I call parenting enhancement tools. They're like like little little things in your tool belt that you can use to connect with your kids and teach them life lessons and, and all that stuff. Every one of those has its own little, its own little thing to it. That's good. That, and that sounds like something learned. Was your dad fantastic and involved and all that? Or did you have a mentor or how did you kind of grow this love of fathering? Yeah, no, my dad was great. He was um, always around and supportive and, um, you know, uh, there to raise me and my brothers. Uh, but super involved dads. I don't know that they existed in the eighties. Did they? <laughs> well, if they did, they looked, it looked strange. It looked like it would have looked been, been looked down upon maybe. Um, 
Yeah, and and I want to get into that too. Is kind of like how have you witnessed? And, and we'll come back to the dad question because I always like to find out like you know what are dads keeping and what are they leaving from from their fathers. But how have you witnessed firsthand on the front row the evolution of dadding? Um, certainly more than just the past four years, I would say maybe decade of the more hands-on, the dads who diaper, the, you know, the, the, the 50, 50 kind of sharing of responsibilities with those things. What, what have you seen really change a lot? The more we can normalize dad's involvement in the parenting experience, the better. I think it gets a lot of attention just because it's for the longest time, wasn't that way. It was always like the, the doofus dad or whatever. And, and it gets a lot of attention that, that dads are more involved now. I would love to get to the point where it's just completely normalized. You know, um, of course, dads are involved, right? Of course, they're, they're sharing the, the load. That's, that's where we need to get to. Um, yeah, so I think we're getting closer. It's good. It's good. When I said earlier, props to the single parents. You know, that includes props to the, the, the parents who are doing almost all of the work. I see that sometimes and ah, it kills me. Like, step up, get in there, help out, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, I love that. That's so true. That's so true because I think a lot of people would dismiss that experience because they would say, you at least have a husband. You at least have a wife. You're not doing it alone. It's almost harder, I would imagine, to be like, yeah, but... I am. It's like, I have a really nice car, but I can't afford the gas. What's the point? <laughs> it's like, yeah, I this, you know, it becomes more difficult. Have you seen anything firsthand that you're like, really, that you feel like the dad has been really instrumental in shifting, whether it's, you know, broader cultural conversations, like you've got more guys coming to the table talking about something, or even in your own life, you've seen like a real shift in something. Yeah. I mean, our aspiration is to change the perception of fatherhood. And when we say that, we mean like incrementally. Even if we do that a tiny little bit, like that is, that's super impactful. Like that's a real difference. So we try to do that. Um, We get messages sometimes like your content uh, makes me excited to become a dad someday. Like that, that means everything. It's so, it's so good. The other thing I'll say is just like normalizing um, men's emotions. (laughs) Mm, I like that. We do we we love posting sentimental stuff like we we talk we do a lot of comedy but it's like comedy comedy feelings right and so often it'll be like who's cutting onions or things like that in the comments <laughs> right right and, and even that I mean it's like a, a silly throwaway thing but just just normalizing the, the the idea that it's it's okay to to cry that like you know dads dads feel things too and you know get it out there like you're going through a hard time tell somebody about it you know um that that's really really important i think in media too like all things right we look for representation no matter if it's race or socioeconomic or an you know uh life experience but you start to see a few more dads kind of walking that line it's not the dopey dad anymore um at least not in in some newer stuff um, so I, I like seeing that shift as well. That's got to be something you guys are applauding as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You, you touched on it a little bit earlier as far as your dad. What was, what was something growing up um, that you just, you just loved, that you remember about your dad? He was always this way, and I love that about him. Or there was this one moment I was playing soccer. Like what's, What is kind of a, a memory of a thing that he did as a dad that you continue? Yeah, he's, he was always so supportive. Um, my dad would never 
hesitate to tell me or my brothers that he was proud of us when mm. we, we did something. It's, it's such like a, a small thing, but that really like sticks with you, you know, that's, that's kids feeling that way uh, yeah. when they accomplish something, it, it goes a long way. I mean, I'm sure you in the corporate world and even now being around, you know, so many dads and men, how many dads chase that approval? How many right. men, I have some good friends in my life that just spend their whole lives just chasing that applause that you did it, you're done. I, my dad did that as well. I remember cleaning the garage one time and he just stopped me and said, I just want you to know I support you and I'm proud of you for who you are, not for who you're going to be, not for if you make the right choice, like that type of thing. And, and I didn't know it at the time, but it was like this, you know, it was like this backpack of, you know, a thousand pounds that as I got older would just grow and get bigger as I saw it with other men in my life was all, I wasn't even wearing it. Like by the time I was like 16, I wasn't even wearing that backpack that so many of my other friends, just bricks were going in, bricks were going in. Uh, and only as I've gotten older, I can reflect back on that and be like, what a, what a powerful moment that was that, that my dad did that. So it sounds like similar to yeah. you. Yeah. And that, that's a core memory in your life. You, you mentioned you were cleaning the garage. You probably picture exactly where you were. The, you know, 100% what, and how lack of clean it was. Uh-huh. Yeah. Smell of like motor oil or whatever. <laughs> and what about something from your dad that, that you've kind of actively chosen you and your wife have said you know that's just not going to be a part of how we raise kids or you know maybe for you yourself you'd already come to that realization anything like that that comes to mind yeah i mean i don't think it's specifically about my dad but i think it's this is the cultural shift that we talked about before the the involvement um in kids lives i don't think was quite as much of a thing back then and i really go out of my way to to be more involved uh, something that really bugs me is when people say, you know, you can't be your kid's friend. And maybe it's a, a bit of a semantics thing about the definition of what friend means. But I love hanging out with my kids. Like, I love just, like, talking to them, um, jo joking with them. We have the best time. I don't think that's, like, mutually exclusive for, like, being a disciplinarian on that, too. And because we have great times hanging out and we bond over shared interests like friends do, they're more likely actually to listen to me when I tell them you need to clean your room. <laughs> you totally. Know? So totally. it's it's not one or the other. I think a good a good parent um, has different tools in the toolkit, and um, one of them is getting into what they're into. My daughter loves a, a video game called Adopt Me. It's on Roblox. She spends so much time on this game, and she's it basically like she's adopting pets in a virtual world, and she's collecting them. And um, I, I got out of my way to learn how that game works so I can talk to her about it. Um, for safety and security stuff, for sure. Like, know how the chat works, all that stuff. But, like, oh, you got a, a mega neon fly ride unicorn today? That's amazing. <laughs> it's a way to connect to them so that they, you know, uh, appreciate you. And, and you know, they, then they're more likely to listen to, to your disciplinary advice, whatever. But to me, it's like, that's the fun part. That's, that's kind of reaping the rewards, right, of the investment. Yeah, yeah.
Well, you bring up something interesting. I was talking to uh, Jeremy Parsons. He's a host of People TV. He was on season two as well. Um, and he's got kids. I think his daughter's 12 or 13. And he was also talking about Roblox. And we started yeah. talking about like internet security and like, how do you go about you know, talking to your kids about the reality of like, you know, there could be these people online, but also like not a fear-based type of thing. Um, how, or have you had those types of conversations or how has that gone? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, we talk about it a lot, a lot. I think that's, that's the first step is to just talk about it, have an open dialogue. Um, if your kid is, uh, nervous to tell you something, you know, weird that they saw on, you know, whatever game they're playing or whatever, that's your first problem right there. You gotta, that's, that's table stakes. You gotta be able to have a, an open conversation. So no, we do talk about it. They know that they should not be talking to anyone on the internet, on a video game or whatever, unless it is a friend of theirs. And so to go along with that, sometimes, you know, we'll check check their uh, devices and who they're friends with and all that stuff. But, you know, they know. They know. Yeah. And we were talking, I think, before we started recording about gaming and, and, and Mario Kart. So it's not like you played Mario Kart back in the day. Oh, back in the day so much. All of these games now are, are social. You know, it's, it's uh, such a connecting experience gaming these days. We're like the, the golden age of social gaming which is amazing for connecting with your kids, but it's amazing for connecting with other dads. We have the dad gaming. We host like tournaments and leagues all the time. It's, it's profound uh, that some of the posts and messages we get from people ma- you know, making friends with other dads they never would have you know, met otherwise. Is it while they're gaming? Like he's running around the corner. Hey, how do you talk to your kids about sex? Okay. Turn the corner left. Oh, well one time I said that, Oh, I'm dead. Oh, is it, or is it more so after the fact, like you've built this repertoire of and this, this friendship? Yeah. I mean, there might be, there might be moments of, of that where you're getting parenting advice, you know, we're talking about parenting, but mostly it's just like dads being themselves, uh, with, with mm-hmm. each other, you know, getting, getting that moment at the end of the day where they get to be, uh, you know, a person rather than just somebody's dad. I love that. (laughs) You know, so the connections we see are, you know, friendly trash talk or, you know, teaming up, having a good time. You know, uh, when we talk about the dad building community, it would be awesome to have uh, the dad kickball league or something, right? Like that's what it's about. Oh yeah. Yes. We're not all in the same place. So the dad gaming lets us do like the equivalent of that worldwide. Yeah. And, and what's interesting, too, about that is I, I imagine maybe at one point, because I've watched Mad Men, that was probably the bar, right? Like, that was probably, I'm going to go to work. I may not even come home right away. I may, but then I'm going back out so that I can, I can be a man. I can be a, a, a person that's not, a, not at work, not at home, this kind of moment that exists. And then, you know, obviously that has kind of faded and gone away. And then you insert COVID where everything's shut down. So it's, I, I bet the gaming world really spiked during that time. And you guys would have seen a lot of dad involvement because I was mentally losing my stuff. <laughs> I took it out on a bed one time. I was smashing a pillow. I told everyone ahead of time, but I was like, I'm going to excuse myself. I'm about to lose my mind. I need to go blow off some steam. 
I was running pretty regularly. I was doing anything to kind of get myself out. So I bet you guys really saw a big move in that. Yeah, we did. We were we were in the right place at the right time. But yeah, you should have you should have been taking out your your frustration in Fortnite or Super Smash Bros or something <laughs> like that, man. Come join us. Smash Bros works for yeah, me. Super, Super Smash Bros Smash definitely Bros. works. The, the thing I'll say about gaming though is it's really easy to to find uh, super toxic gaming communities. Uh, oh, like okay. Real that's a good word. Mean spirited, kind of ultra competitive, like mean trash talk. Yeah. We are not that, and uh, we're a very inclusive, celebratory community, um, which I think is very unique um, in the gaming world. But I love gaming because you can you can game to get away and just be by yourself. You can game to meet up with other dads uh, or parents or you know anyone. Or you can game to bond with your kids, too. So, like, any of those things can be true. I love this. This is such an unexpected topic. Do you have to set, like, time limits and stuff? Because that's one thing that I'm worried about, like, in our family. My daughter has an addictive personality, perfectionist, you know, type of thing. It's already hard to say, like, okay, three more minutes of movie, and then it becomes, what about one more minute? So, how have you been able to navigate that? Yeah, for sure. It's got to be in moderation. Got to be in moderation, setting time limits. Um, you know, it's got to turn off at this time, you know, whatever the case may be. My son, we, we played Fortnite together and he started getting like way too into Fortnite. And it wasn't necessarily because it was, it was like violence, kind of cartoony and stuff, but he was like too into it. So we're like, no more. We, we, we don't play that game, you know. And, Cold and turkey. Just, was there a pullback or it was just like, yeah, it's, yeah gone. it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> Okay, and, it doesn't exist. And people may ask you, like, well, what age is appropriate? And my answer would be, it just depends on the kid. So you just got to know your, got to know your kid. Whereas your daughter has that discipline in her that she can be like, all right, I can moderate this and I can do this for a little walk away and come back. Yeah, uh, yeah, to a T. She's the most disciplined person I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's setting your schedule for the dad. Uh, she's the one that's your... Well, she she can make some pretty good memes. I'll give her that. Um but no. Oh, really? She, has she made memes for the site? Yeah, she has. She has. And she's in a bunch of stuff, oh, too. amazing. Both of my kids are in stuff. They're so funny. I'll have to send you some clips. You guys did like a podcast interview with Fatherly together with Obama and some other dads. That was so cool. I watched that. How did that come about? Yeah, that was that was like once in a lifetime, right? That was so cool. No doubt. No, it turned out that um, that President Obama was available and interested. We had a, a panel discussion about fatherhood with President Obama, hosted by Roy Wood Jr. from Daily Show. And then just... He's so funny. It was a great host. He did a great job. Yeah, and then just some regular dads from all walks of life. Um, yeah. It was so cool because you know, it wasn't it wasn't political at all it was just like a conversation about fatherhood you know just like how cool it is to be a dad the challenges we all face no matter who you are yeah it was it was great yeah i thought it, i was really impressed actually with obama's memory and connection to early days of his kids you know referencing some of the other dads there who had young kids and he's like oh i remember you know, changing diapers with, you know, this daughter and, and, you know, taking this kid to soccer practice and all this. And it was like, oh yeah, I guess you weren't always president, you know, like that there was a time and you took advantage of that. You know, he, he sounds yeah. like he was really as hands-on as he could be. And, you know, dinners at night with the family, if, you know, whenever he was still in town, as it were. 
Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, his book was great too, and he wrote about all that stuff. Um, no matter like what you think of him as a as a politician, um, I think yeah. it's a good read just to like get some some fatherhood perspective about all those, you know, trials and tribulations um, in the early days. Yeah. yeah, we all go through it. Everyone, and that's what you guys are doing so well. Uh, you're you're connecting dads to the grounded reality that we're not alone. We're not isolated. We're, you know, no one knows what's going on. That's the thing is like, you know, it's like you, you want to, you want to know that someone knows what's going on, but if no one knows, then you're not in the dark. It's great. It's freeing. And it's, it's really, uh, it's empowering because then you can make it your own. You can make your dadhood experience, your fatherhood experience, your own. That's right. And your, your kids don't know that either. They think that you're amazing. They think that you know everything. It won't be until they're like maybe, I don't know, 14, 15, where they're like, oh, man, this this dude's like, he doesn't know what he's doing. He's just <laughs> a, gets no clue. He's just a flawed <laughs> human no trying clue. his best. <laughs> yeah. And hope, maybe at that point, we, you know, we get we get 13 or 14 years to figure out how to mask it better. You know, I was talking to, to this new dad and he was like, oh, I just, you know, I'm not really sure what to do. And I was like, your baby is at zero and your fatherhood's at zero. Yeah. You're both growing together. Like you'll, you'll learn stuff just as they're learning stuff. And I know I'm learning stuff. So, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, you gotta, you gotta see it through to completion too, though. Like my biggest fear as a parent is basically, um, I call it the Game of Thrones fear. It's that uh, I'll, I'll have a great like first like five seasons, and then maybe I screw something up like towards the end of parenting, like when my kid's fourteen or fifteen. They're not going to remember those those good seasons. They're going to remember the last one, <laughs> and they're going to think that's so oh, good. No. What a great analogy, yeah, and so, so true. You got so true. That's you got to see it to the end. I think that's that's really you got to sprint through yeah. sprint through the finish line. Yeah. Um, other than that, because I think that's fantastic. Do you have any other encouragement? If you could just encourage all the dads out there, leave them all with uh, one bit of encouragement as we wrap up here, what would you say? I, I just say show up, you know, be there, um, embrace it. I, I know that's like so cliche, but uh, but man, it, it it goes by fast. Um, and yeah, just just be there, be present, um, you know take the bad moments for what they're worth and there's going to be a lot of good ones that come right behind it so hang in there hang in there <laughs> i love that the the roller coaster of dadding right you're kind of like right. oh this was fun this is scary yeah this is ca- oh we're back to fun again <laughs> why are we twisting yeah, somebody this does not make sense why is oh, everybody okay, throwing up why is everybody throwing yeah up? <laughs> exactly at least everyone's throwing up all right i'm okay with that <laughs> yeah that's funny yeah well, uh, thank you so much, Joel Willis, for attempting fatherhood. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening to Attempting Fatherhood. My whole hope with this is that we build a community that encourages dads and that brings new information to the table and, and gets you excited about living your life, doing what you're doing. If you have felt that way, please make sure you rate us on Spotify, on Apple. Just rate us. Give us some stars, hopefully five. And make sure you share this. That's equally important. It's a great way to build community, to share this information with other dads. You know, start a text chain, whatever. That helps us. That helps you. We grow this community and all that. Thanks again for listening. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Attempting Fatherhood. Again, thank you so much. And have a great day.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.